Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. It's like my favorite part of this song. All to Jesus now. Yeah. I'm holding nothing. Holding nothing back, my God. I'm holding nothing back. I surrender. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Will you surrender? My God. Oh, power I am weak. Your power I'm broken, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, we bless you, my God, we praise you. My God, we glorify you. Here I am. Arms wide open. Here we are, Lord. Pouring out. My God, my life. Gracefully broken. Thank you, 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 thank you. Here we are, Lord, right before you, pouring out our life, gracefully broken, sitting at your feet, my God, laying everything before you this morning, knowing you, knowing that we don't have to compete with anything else for your attention, my God. Knowing that we don't have to compete with anything else for your attention. Knowing you are all powerful. Knowing you are all seeing. Knowing that, God, you are bigger than any circumstance. You are bigger than any situation. You are our Father. My God. You are not just in heaven. My God. You encompass and circle this entire earth. So here we are before you, here we, here we are before you, here we are before you, here we are before you. Some of us so broken, my God. Some of us so defeated, some of us so overwhelmed. Some of us so consumed 
It's not that we want to be consumed, Daddy, but we are consumed. Some of us weary, some of us worn, some of us, my God, just at the end of ourselves, we are placing ourselves on the altar, broken and contrite before you, Daddy God, asking you this morning, Lord God, fill our cups. Can you just say that to the Lord this morning? Fill my cup. My God, you do not have to be like the thing that I've learned most, the thing that has empowered me most. If I've not learned anything else this year is that I do not have to be strong. I do not have to be strong. I do not have to be strong. As a matter of fact, my strength is in my weakness. My strength is in my ability to just say to God, I need you to fill my cup. My strength is in my ability to say to God, I need a touch. My strength is in my ability to say, God, I need you to be with me. That's where I, I don't know why this world taught us, oh, you got to be strong. No, you got to be strong in the Lord and you find your strength and you find your might in him. So can you just bow your heads before him this morning and ask him, Lord God, I fill my cup. Some of you need something supernatural. Some of you need just a touch. Some of you need to just feel his presence this morning. Some of you have felt so defeated. You have been overwhelmed. You have been consumed. It's not that you're trying. It's not that you're trying. That isn't your desire. It's just been situation after situation after situation after situation if it ain't been your finances it's been your housing if it ain't been your housing it's been something else if it ain't been that it's been it's been your car if it ain't been your car your kids been acting up if it ain't been your kids your marriage been in a tender and a tight place my god and then all these demands that have been placed on you by other people and i hear you saying god i just need one touch my God. So press on in, 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 press in today and get you. God, I just need your strength. My God, God, I just need your grace. It's already been supplied to you. This is the day you just need to reach in and get it and grab it and let him fill you up. So Father God, I'm just talking to you this morning. I, I need you to fill our cups. My God, daddy, pour out on us this morning. We need you. My God, some of us have been in some, some difficult places, Father God, and we need your strength and we need your grace. And we don't, we're tired of pretending to be strong and we need to see your power. My God, we need your power in our finances. We need your power in our marriage. We need your power in our children. We need your power. My God, my God, daddy, God, we just need your strength. Do you know he loves that from you? Sometimes we spend so much time trying to quote the right thing or trying to look like we in position or trying to look like we in place. And God is like, no, 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 no. That is not how I accomplish what I need to accomplish. That is not how you gonna experience my supernatural. So I need you to lay it all before me today. I need you to put it all before the altar. I need you to place it all in my hands. I need you to bring, and some of you are like, my God, I've done this so much. It's okay, a just man falls seven times. 
And then at some point he gets back up. God longs for our brokenness. God longs for us to be able to say, I'm just not that strong. I'm just, I'm just, he makes you whole. There would be no need for Jesus if you had it all together. There would be no need for Jesus if everything was in place. There would be no need for Jesus. There would be no need. Like you don't, you don't have to have it all figured out. That's what grace is about. There are some times and some moments and some points where you just need your father. And even if you've never experienced your earthly father, God is so different. My God. So just this morning, get in your daddy God's lap. My God, let him walk, 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 wrap his loving arms around you and let him just minister grace to you. My God, just receive his love this morning. Just receive him pouring out. Don't think about nothing else. In this next few minutes, just few seconds, just meditate on Jesus. Just meditate on his goodness. Just meditate on the fact that he's provider. Just meditate on the fact that he's got you. Just meditate on the fact that there is no circumstance and there is no situation. My God, meditate on the fact that there is nothing that could separate you from the love of God. I feel his power. I feel his power. I just, and just begin to thank him. Just say, thank you, Lord, for how you love me. Thank you, Lord, for how you've kept me. Thank you, Lord God, how, for how you've always been there for me. Just begin to think, just let him embrace you this morning. You do not have to be strong. I sense in my spirit, some of you are almost nearly wiped out. It's been a journey. It's been a struggle. And you just need to feel the gentleness of God this morning. You just need to feel the gent. You just like, Lord, I need to feel your gentleness. I just need to know you love me. I just need to know you're with me. I just need to know that you are not, have not forsaken me. And I'm just telling you, he's the God of that much. He cares for you. He's like, bring me all those cares. Let's lay them aside. You get up in my lap. Let me write, wrap my arms around you. My God, some of you have had to endure so much. You've had so much pressure. You've been under so much stress. You've had to experience so much in this last season of your life. And God is saying, come to me and get your rest. God is saying, lay it all down at the altar this morning and come to me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, when Jesus went on the cross, do you know what he did for you? He changed positions. My God, Isaiah 53, four, he was bruised for your iniquities. He when Jesus got on the cross for you, he changed positions. He took on your burdens. He, he, he changed positions. And I hear daddy God saying, I long to take the stress away from you today. I just need you to position yourself in me. I just need you to come to me, all of you who are heavy laden. I just need you to take your rest in me. I don't care if you've done this 30 times. It does not matter. Let this be the day you feel your peace. Let this be the day that you feel the grace. Let this be the day that you feel his resurrecting power. I don't care how many times you cried out. Cry out again. Abba, Father, we need you. Abba, Father, we need your strength. Abba, Father, we need your peace. Abba, Father, we need your glory. 
My God, some of you need us need God to rain on some situations. Ask him, Daddy, God, I need you to rain on this situation. This is your father. He Romans tells us he's not going to cast you out. If you come to him, he's not going to reject you. He's not. He's not going to turn you away. He's not going to shame you. That is not the kind of God we serve. My God, I feel like the old, old, old saints. I need, I can't see the old, I need thee. That's all you need to say. My God, every hour, I need thee. That's all, that's like, that's all. That's all you need to say to him this morning. My God, I need thee, Lord God. I need thee, I need thee, I need thee. That's all, my God. <laughs> My God, I need thee this morning. I need you. I need you like never before. I need to see your hand. I need your supernatural strength. I need thee. I need thee, oh Lord. That's all, like that's all you got to say. I need thee this morning. And just sing it to him out your heart. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It doesn't matter what you think. Just sing it to him. Just say, Lord, I need thee this morning. I need you. I need you more than I've ever needed you before. I can't continue to carry this. My God, bless me now my savior that's how my grandmother used to say i'll come to thee yeah that's it i need thee oh i need thee that's all you need to say every hour i need thee <laughs> Bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Father, thank you for being in our presence. Thank you for shifting the atmosphere. Thank you for positioning us. Thank you for being God of God. Thank you for being King of Kings. Thank you for being Lord of Lords. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all you gotta say. You've been too wordy. <laughs> You've been too, too wordy. You've been trying to do too much when all you needed to tell him was, I need thee, oh, I need thee. That's it. <laughs> Every hour I need thee. That's all you need to say to him this morning. My God, that's all you need to position yourself. That's all you need to do. Bless me now, my Savior. That's it. I come to thee. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's that simple this morning. My God, I'm finding grace in that. I'm finding peace in that. I'm finding strength in that. My God, hold us up this morning. Hold us up this morning. Hold us up this morning. Hold us up this morning, Lord God. My God, we find our strength in you. We don't need anything else. We don't need any other substitutes. We find our strength in you and we receive that by faith. He is the God of grace. 
He is the God of mercy. He is the God of love. He is the God of peace. He is the God of strength. He is the God of joy. Whatever you need, don't leave this devotional without getting it from God this morning. Just sing to him. Just pour your heart out to him. Just daddy God, fill me up. My God, daddy God, strengthen me in Jesus name. Amen. That was so powerful. Father God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God will not cast you out. I don't know why this world has taught us to find our strength in so many other things. This world has pushed a false image of, oh, you got to present yourself to be strong and picture perfect and all put together. When God, when daddy God says, no, come to me broken and contrite so that I can put you back together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Leaning on, I hear every song my grandmother used to see. It sounds like this morning, leaning on the everlasting arms, leaning on the everlasting arms and receiving what we need from God by faith. My God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We thank you for this tender moment with you. We receive all that you're doing supernaturally. We receive Father God, from your most wealthy place, we thank you, Father God, for your resurrecting power being evident in every area of our life. Now, Daddy God, show us your glory. Let us manifest your glory. My God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. I need the oh, I need thee <laughs> every hour. I need thee. Bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. <laughs> I need that's it. The oh, I need thee. <laughs> Every hour, I need thee. Bless me now my savior i come to thee that's it <laughs> that's it my god i thank you my is that simple. i feel the grace of god i feel the peace of god i feel the love of god i feel the strength of god sometimes we have made this relationship with god so complicated right we have made this so so complicated and God is just like no confess your need of me my God confess how much you depend on me my God I need the oh I need thee that's it that's gonna be in my spirit all day every hour I need thee bless me now my savior I come to thee that's it my god my god my god my god we thank you lord thank you for lifting up your people some my god that's it some of y'all felt burdens already lifted this morning thank you father god for lifting up your people thank you for removing the stress thank you for taking this moment with us lord god holy spirit thank you for downloading in us how precious we are to our father Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God, for giving us this moment for us to cast every 
care before you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. Can I just lift you up a little bit further? And then I want to talk to you about God picking up your pieces, right? I want to talk about God picking up your pieces. And I want to talk to that through the word of God. I just want to show you what God is doing. Um, the song that we started out this morning was called Gracefully Broken. And there sometimes comes places in our lives when it looks like our life is being pulled to pieces, right? And if we have a negative perspective, we'll look at it from that place. We'll think that everything around us is being devastated or everything around us is being taken, taken from us or everything around us is um, being torn apart, but we take our rest in Christ Jesus. And I feel a gentleness, like y'all know I'd be coming in sometimes, but this morning I feel like I need to be careful with you. I need to be gentle with you. You need to understand the gentle love of our father. Like you've had way enough this week. I feel that. I sense that in my spirit. For some of you, it's been so overwhelming. You've had enough and you've had this, um, face on like you've been good all week and you really ain't been good. And so let the Holy Spirit just sit in the presence. Just let the Holy Spirit minister to you um, right now. Just let this word minister to you right now. And so uh, um, we have to we we have to understand when it seems like our life is in pieces that without a doubt that God is working behind the scene, like without a doubt, when we have experienced loss, um, when things have happened in our life that do not make sense, when things have happened in our life that do not add up, when we've been praying for one thing and it looks like we're manifesting something else, that God is the God that is still with us. Like God is with us. God's word, he says in his word, he says, I will never leave you uh, uh, or forsake you. And I always think from it, I think of it from this place. Um, I, I think of it from a place of if I don't feel like I'm feeling him, then he's probably carrying me. I'm just being honest. He's probably, he's, he's, he's probably carrying me. He's probably, um, he's, he's somewhere around cause he never leaves me or forsake me. Right. Um, this is Hebrews 3, 13 and five. It says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Right. And so in, in come on, Holy spirit, teach this thing in the strangest of seasons. One of the things we're going to have to learn first is to grasp contentment. Contentment isn't complacency. Contentment is simply that you're going to allow God to be God. Like God, if the situation hasn't moved, God, if the situation hasn't changed, God, if the situation, um, it doesn't look different that I'm not going to continue to be weary. I'm not going to continue to worry because worrying is not adding one single day to my life. Just find that scripture, please. That worry is not at, that's in Matthew six. Worry is not adding one single day to my life. Right. And so I know for a fact, when he tells us, keep our lives free from the love of money and be content is because you know, financial, especially financial, things can go up and down. Financially, things can go up and down. Finan financially, things can seem like they're in one place in this moment and they're not. And so I, my biggest thing is we don't let need to let anything be an idol in our life. Anything that can be physically taken away from us cannot be an idol in our lives or we're going to find ourselves always in a different level of disappointment. So when we feel like our, our life is actually in pieces, God is actually pulling something back together again. Ooh, 
God is actually, God is actually pulling something back together again. It is not that we are falling apart. And here's what I know to be true. For those of us that have been on this devotional, for those of us that have been determined that we are going to walk into the fullness of who God called us to be. We keep laying ourselves down on the altar. We're like Paul, we're dying. We're killing our flesh daily. We're not backing out. We're pushing into the presence of God. We've recognized the things that God needs to work on. And we're like, look, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep pressing in his presence, right? Well, anytime you are in the word of God, it'll always look like your life is falling to pieces. That's what it'll, that's what it's going to look like at first. It's going to look like that your life is falling to pieces. And so, but it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not falling to pieces. You're not falling to pieces. You just got to get a perspective of the season in your life. Remember Ecclesiastes reminds us of our different times and seasons. There, There's a time to mourn. There's a time for everything. There are different seasons that we will encounter in life. And so when it feels like things that are, I'm just giving you some practical application. When it feels like things are falling to pieces, one of the first things that I would pray is Lord, what season am I in? What's going on? right? Anytime you come to God, he's going to talk to you. God is no way going to cast you out, but I promise you God is going to pick up the pieces because there is something God, God is doing. God is restructuring. Come on, Holy spirit. God is rebuilding. So I want to give you, um, I want to give you something. This is Hebrews four, and this is talking about the believers rest. It says therefore, and this is the amplified. It says, therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still remains and is freely offered today. So this is the thing that you need to know. Rest is freely offered, but I have to receive the rest. I have to receive the rest. Even in the most, the, the darkest of situations, even in the darkest of times, even in the most overwhelming times, you need to hear it. You need to understand this. Rest is freely offered, but I have to receive the rest, right? Let us fear in case any one of you may seem to come short of reaching it or think he has come too late. You are not, you have not come too late for indeed we have had the good news of salvation preached to us just as the Israelites also when the good news of the promised land came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them because it was not united with faith in God by those who heard. So the rest that I need to experience, come on Lord, the rest, the rest that needs to occur will only come through faith. It may not look like I'm resting. It may not look like it's manifesting. It may not look like it's happening, but I got to go back to this point. Remember when said Paul says, I learned to be content with a little and I've learned to be content with a lot. I've got to be okay. Even when it looks like my life is in fragments, trusting that God is going to push and position and put this back together again, right? He said, for indeed we have had the good news of salvation preached to us just as the Israelites also when the good news of the promised land came to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because it was not united in faith with God by those who heard. So in order for me to receive this rest, in order for me to receive, to let go of the struggle, in order for me to allow God to pull back the pieces, I'm going to have to rely and trust this in faith. Remember one of our screen, screen, springboard scriptures, 1 Corinthians 2 and 14, we got a, this is a spiritual thing. This is a spiritual thing. This is not a natural thing because the world tells me to pick up the pieces, pick up the fragments 
and then go put it back together. That's what the world tells us. No, when your life is falling apart, girl, you got to pick up the pieces and you just pick up the fragments and you go create you a new life. Well, that's not what the rest of God says. That's, that's not what the rest of God says. We, we, we don't, we don't do it. That's not what his rest. His rest has to be received by faith. And in that rest, there may be waiting. There may be waiting. There may be waiting in the rest. There may be waiting. We, there may be waiting. We know that patience is a virtue in the rest. There may be waiting in the pieces being put back together. That we wait, but God will always put the pieces back. He said, for indeed, we have had the good news of salvation preached to us, right? So for who, for those who believe that is we who personally trust and confidently right, the, the, those that perfectly cut, confidently trust, right? We indeed have the good news for we believe that those who we personally trust and confidently rely on God enter the rest so that we have his inner peace now because we are confident in our salvation and assured of his power. We have our confidence in salvation and assured of God's power. And we take that by faith. So even if it looks like my life is falling apart then the word of the Lord saying to me that I can take my confidence in his power even if I look fragmented even if I look broken even if I look in pieces yes Sandra rest is the highest form of faith and this is not just uh the woman of God wrote a devotional if you don't get our daily devotionals go subscribe lakeishamjohnson.com and she said she denoted that the rest that we receive is in Jesus Christ the rest that we receive, the ultimate is Sabbath is in this rest. The ultimate Sabbath is believing and trusting that God is God. The ultimate Sabbath is when we take our hands off a situation, when we refuse to be worried anymore, when we refuse to be consumed and we enter this rest, having an inner peace, knowing because we are confident in our salvation and assured of his power, just as he said, it says, as I swore an oath in my wrath. They shall not enter my rest. This said, he said, although his works were completed from the foundation of the world, waiting for all who would believe from for somewhere in scripture, he has said this about the seventh day and God rested on the seventh day from all works. And again, in this, they shall not enter my rest. Therefore, since the promise remains for some to enter his rest, and those who formerly had the good news preached to them failed to grasp and did not enter because of their unbelief and disobedience. When I cannot find rest in my situation, when I cannot find rest in my pieces, when I cannot find rest in my little, when I can find rest, when it seems to be fragmented, it is only simply because I have not believed and I am most likely disobeying. So fragmented pieces to God look differently. You got to ask the Holy Spirit to show you this. Fragmented pieces, messes look different to God. God doesn't see your mess like you see your mess. God doesn't see your situation like you see your situation. God doesn't see your finances like you see your finances. God sees every moment of opposition as an opportunity for him to demonstrate his power, <laughs> his power in your life. That's how he sees it, right? He says, therefore, since the promises remain, he said again, he sets a definite day, a new today, providing another opportunity to enter the rest 
by saying through David after so long time, just as been said before in the words already quoted. Today, this is the scripture. I'm just reading out of the Amplified. Today, if you hear his voice, I'm speaking to you this morning. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. Today, if you hear his voice and you're hearing his voice, when we read the word of God, we're hearing his voice. Do not harden your hearts. Do not, do not take a harden. When the Lord starts talking to us about pieces and fragments, do not, do not let, do not let unbelief come in. Do not harden your hearts. Do not say, oh, this ain't for me. Don't do any of that. Don't, don't harden your hearts, right? The mention of the rest was not a reference to their entering Canaan, for it was Joshua had given them rest. God would not speak about another day of opportunity after that. So there remains a full and complete Sabbath rest for God people. For the one who has entered his rest has also rested from the weariness and the pain of his human labors, just as God rested from those labors uniquely his own in Genesis 2.2. Let us therefore... Make every effort today, today, today. (laughs) Let us make every effort to enter the rest of God, to know and experience it for ourselves so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience as those who die in the wilderness. For the word of God is living. Somebody say living. It is active. Somebody say active, right? The word of God is doing something. The word of God is working. Come on, Holy Spirit. The word of God is working in us even right now. It's living. It's active. It's renewing us. It's restoring us. It's picking up the pieces. It's rebuilding us. My God, he's give, the word right now is giving us new eyes to see. The word right now is giving us new ears to hear. The word right now is doing a greater work inside of us so that we do not have to continue to be the same. Yes, Amisha is dismissing belief. That is what the word of God is doing. The Holy Spirit in you connects to the word of God. My God. And it's activating something. So you may not see all of it all at once, but it's active. It's living. It's active. It's working right now. It's doing something. It's full of power, right? Making it operative, energizing and effective. The word of God is be operating in your life. It's energizing you and it's making it effective. It's sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating as far as the division of the soul and the spirit. The word of God is making you whole in spirit, right? The completeness of a person. That's what it means to be whole in spirit. I'm becoming complete as a person. My God. And this takes some time. I'm becoming complete as a person. I'm becoming renewed in my faith. I'm growing in grace. I'm growing in the things of God. I'm coming into revelation of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus. But it's going to take time. This is not a rush process, right? And so he says to him, he said, he says of two swords penetrating far as the division of the soul and the spirit, the completeness of a person and of both joints and marrow, the deepest part of our nature. He is digging into the deepest part of our nature that does not line up with him. So your life might seem fragmented right now, but the Lord, thy God, the Holy Spirit is saying, I need you to trust me in this process. This is a word for someone. I need you to come and enter into my rest. 
I need you to know, even though it seems fragmented, even though it seems like it's pieces, even though it seems like it's not working, even though it seems like it's no one, I need you to enter my rest and trust the word of the Lord. I need you to enter my rest and know that I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. I need you to enter my rest and do not get weary and well-doing. I need you to enter my rest and trust that if I'm for you, that that nothing can be against you. I need you to enter my rest and know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I need you to enter my rest that we are the healed. I need you to enter my rest that Jesus was already bruised for your iniquities, chastised for your peace, and by his stripes, your marriage going to be whole, your kids going to be whole, but until they get whole, your position is Jesus. Your position is to find the grace. Your position is to understand that God is putting all the pieces back together again. He says, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of your hearts. So this is the, this is the last part of this. And I want to give you, God is dealing with the intentions of our hearts. And so sometimes something looks fragmented and it's in pieces, but it's really God dealing with the intentions of our heart and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have to give account. We have to give account. So it's okay that it seems fragmented. It's okay that it seems it's in pieces because this is what the Lord is doing, right? Let me read this to you. This is Isaiah 64 and let's go to the seventh verse. It says, no one calls on your name or strives to take hold of you for have you hidden your face from us and delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. And then he is praying. He says, but oh Lord, you are the father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. And he begins to ask him, Lord, put us back together again. Lord, put us back together again, right? We're going to enter the rest. We're going to trust in you. We're not going to worry about the fragments. We're going to worry about the pieces. As a matter of fact, we're giving you permission, Father God, today to put us back together again, because you are the one you knitted us together. You formed us in our mother's womb. We're not getting ready to be consumed. We're not, we are no longer picking up the pieces ourselves. We're done with that. We're not getting ready to be self-made. We're not getting ready to be man-made. We're going to pick up. We're going to lay the pieces at the altar. We're going to place them before him. We're going to enter our rest. If a circumstance or a situation that we have prayed about looks like it's not manifesting and working out, we're going to to continue to pray, continue to steadfast, to be like Daniel. Remember Daniel 13, the angel shows up. He said, I heard you. We heard you the first time you prayed. The moment that you decided to trust God, the moment that you decided to humble yourself and give the situation to God, we heard you. We just had to fight the enemy. We had to fight the enemy to get here so that we could answer your prayers. God is going to answer your prayers. God is going to put you back together again. God is going to change the situation. God is going to deliver you. God is going to comfort you. God is the God of comfort. He is the God of peace. God is not going to cast you out. God has not left you behind. He is putting your pieces back together again. He's making you up. But when he puts it back together again, it's going to be sustaining and it's going to look, it's going to be long life. I don't know who that was for, but know that you are in the potter's hand and he's molding and he's putting it all back together again. Your job. Can we say that this morning? My only job is to, that's it, Ebony. My only job is to trust and obey. The only way they did not enter the rest is because they wouldn't trust. The only way they did not have the peace is because they did not trust 
that God would pull all the pieces back together again. It's working. It's going to manifest. It's going to happen. There's something being produced in your life, right? And God is dealing with the things in our heart that do not align with him so that we can grow from glory to glory. So we can grow from glory to glory. So we can understand his grace and his mercy. All we have to do is pause and trust and enter his rest. Worry is disobedience. Fear is disobedience, right? You ain't got to make nothing up. You ain't got to. No, some, some of you might just need to sleep today. Yeah, our only job is to trust and obey. That is God. That's the only job, good job that God has assigned us in this situation, in the pieces, in the fragments. Lord, that I will trust and obey you. Father God, I thank you for your word today. Lord, I thank you that we are learning to trust and obey you and that even in our most fragmented situations, you are with us. You said in your word that you would never leave us or forsake us. So Father God, we're leaving our cares all at the altar and we will enter in your rest today, Lord God, that it's already been completed, that it's already a finished work, Lord God. We're not gonna keep trying to figure it out in our mind. We're gonna take a deep breath and we're going to trust what the word said. Let me give you this last scripture for today. And I want you to meditate on this. Philippians 1, 6, be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. He is going to complete you. He is going to complete your circumstances. He has known you from the beginning. God does not set us up to fail. He is going to completely, completely deal with you. He's going to completely, he's going to heal. He's going to pull it all together. He's going to finish the work. You do not have to finish the work. You only have to trust and obey. That's the only assignment right now for the pieces to be put back together again, that I trust you, God, and I obey you. I trust you and I obey you. Stop spending mindless hours trying to figure it out. It is not your job to try to figure it out. It is your job to trust God, to rely on him. Back up, pray, leave it, get up and walk away. Go eat, go watch a movie, go do something. Mindless hours trying to put it back together and focusing on it doesn't make it manifest. That's called worry. That's called worry. That's called, and some of us, in a, we pray worrying, Lord, and we drive it out and we drive it out. And the Lord is saying, no, I need you just to enter your rest and trust that I got your finances into your rest. Trust I got your marriage into your rest. Trust I got your business into your rest. Trust I got your job into your rest. Trust I got your healing. Once we've prayed and we've released it in prayer, our next assignment is to walk away from it. Walk away from it. So I've prayed about it. I released it to you this morning. I'm putting it here. Go get you something to eat. Go take you a nap. Go do your work. But don't, when it tries to come back up into your mind again, right? No, because weariness and worry was sent to wear you out. When it tries, tries, to, <laughs> tries to come up, tries to come back in your mind again, no. I've already positioned this. And then if you feel it coming back up, just start thanking the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sit your mind on Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. Enter the rest. 
Because anytime I'm worried and wearied, I'm not in the rest and I'm disobeying God when he's already told me to enter the rest, right? When you a tither and you a seed sower, that's covenant. So when your finances ain't lining up, the word says, try me in this. You will rebuke the devourer for my sake. Lord, here is the devourer. He does not belong here. So will you handle this, daddy God? And then go eat you a cookie or something. <laughs> if it's your marriage, repent if you've been wrong and say, Lord, you handle this. This is your marriage. And then go, go take you a nap. Go take a walk. The, the enemy will have you in endless cycles of worry so that you will not receive the rest of God. The rest of God says that Jesus is going to complete absolutely everything. Yeah. Holy Spirit, help us to enter the rest. Help us not to pray and worry. My God, you said be anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests knowing, known before you. And with thanksgiving, knowing that you are the God is going to, you are the God that is going to answer. God is going to answer you. God does not, we do not bring something to God and he doesn't answer. So once we give it, leave it and go on about your business and you're going to provide, he's going to provide you with the answers we need. I love you. Hey, today we have, if. 12 noon, you know, if you've been apart, that's our special group, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, like a 30 minute boost during the middle of the day. I love that group. Um, it's for you, my entrepreneurs, whoever we have if at 30, it is the weekend baby. I hope you go take your rest this weekend. I hope you sleep. I hope you learn to trust God like never, ever before. I cancel every assignment of the enemy against your life. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, I want to give you this moment. Here's the time. Here's the opportunity. All you got to do is say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I'm acknowledging that I'm a sinner. I'm acknowledging you died on the cross for my sins. I need you to come in my life. Lord, I'm in need of a savior and he will no way cast you out. He'll do it as my next part to you is go over to the website, go subscribe. We're not going to flood you with Egypt emails, LakeishaMJohnson.com. We're going to have new website updates in, in, in a little bit. Go see all of the things that we are doing. And we do me one more favor. Will you consider partnering with us? Will you consider becoming a partner of this ministry to help us to continue to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world? You can go see all the way we spend our money, feed the streets, all that other stuff. Consider becoming a partner with us. Your partnership continues to push the gospel to the masses. We love you. God loves you. My God, I speak a word of grace and peace and blessings over you. I declare the blessings of the Lord are so rich on your life. My God, I declare that the oil is running over your life. I declare that the oil is running over your life. My God, I thank you for the oil. I thank you for the oil. I thank you for the anointing. I thank you for the oil. I received that today myself, Holy Spirit. I thank you that the oil is running over your life. My God. And you are experiencing God like never before. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. I see you guys. Some of you at 12. I see the rest of you guys back Monday morning. Bring somebody in. Pray for this ministry. Continue to live us up. Love. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.